sports, sports, sports. The big, beautiful, beefy podcast boys of sports and culture. Coming to you from Park Place Arts in Anderson, Indiana with me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hello. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman. Episode 97. How are we? Hot 97. Is that how it goes? Uh, yeah. It does now. <laughs> I, hear, I heard you gave out a little sigh during our intro there, Reed. Everything all right? Uh, my tea is low, but I feel it rising currently. <laughs> yeah. Low tea I mean, and rising. Yeah. Hot 97. Not hot 97. <laughs> you uncomfortable yet, Rowdy? I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy, how you doing? You've been traveling? What you been up to? Nope. Nice to be back in our home studio. Should yeah, I tell you that much around our. Uh, I mean, can you hear the sound quality? The friendly confines of Park it's, Place Arts. It's the frame samples surrounding us. <laughs> all these break the waves. Corner frame samples. Yeah. It's some nice. Uh, what do you what do you call that? Baffling is that what that's no, called? Sure. Like Why not? Term? Yeah. Why don't you give us a an aural tour? All right. So I'm facing a wall covered in. <laughs> You're framed, facing west. Uh, framed images. We've got some some concert posters. We've got a framed. Eddie Vedder, uh, Edward Vedward, uh, <laughs> Rolling Stone, some concert tickets, uh, Parisian we, watercolors. We, we sit around. We sit yeah. around. They were sitting around this nice big wooden table. Acacia wood, uh, I believe, is what this is. Behind me, correct. Uh, on two walls, we have corner corners of uh, frame samples. Um, I. I so, Reed, this is your office as well as our yeah. studio. That's that correct. Right? Your yes. place of employment. My place of employ. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is where I spend a lot of my time. Yeah. So well, you just can't wait for Wednesdays to just stay here even longer. Yeah, right? it's great. Long days. Love and it. we hope that you listeners spend a lot of your time with us. How was that for a that transition? That was a great transition, but this is always the part of the show that makes me really uncomfortable. Because <laughs> we're asking people to do something? Well, that, it just kind of feels touchy-feely. Well, really, well we appre- I appreciate you. Reach Dear out listener, and touch somebody. I, I appreciate you. And go ahead and hit subscribe while you're here. Because share it with 97 friends. 97! 97! Or just one. <laughs> hit that share button. Point 97 friends. Put it on your <laughs> social medias. One. Put it on your... Uh, drop it on yeah, an Yeah, share airdrop. it on your social medias like Snoop shares it on his social hey, medias. you know what? I gotta move this changer. I'm gonna play with it okay. for the next Sounds like you already minutes. are. Hey, Rowdy. Hey. How about some sports? Headline number one. <laughs> Two goals, World Cup. You all are welcome for that. Yep. World Cup, USA champion of the Women's World USA. Cup. USA. USA are the champions. Uh, we got a two goals to nil victory over the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. All of the Netherlands. The Dutch women. Uh, we got Megan uh, Rapinoe scored in the 61st or Rapino? minute. Rapinoe. Rapinoe. I can never remember. Pretty sure it's Purple Rapino. hair. Yeah. Scored in the 61st minute. On a it, PK. On a PK, correct. (laughs) And Rose Lavelle scored in the 69th night minute. Can we talk about that Rose Lavelle goal? Sure. Did you watch? No. Rowdy, I I know you. I missed it. Did you? I missed it. This was unbelievable. I I didn't know who she was before this, but apparently she has um, unbelievable ball skills. That's what she was known for. She's playing midfield. She dribbled that ball from like from the center line 
And it was like huge steps forward. It wasn't like she was like pitter patter. She was trucking. She was trucking. Yeah, and that's the cool. entire defense, the back line, just was like backpedaling backwards. It looked like a chorus line just backpedaling because they were afraid that she was just going to go right past them. Gave her so much space to just like playing soft. Haul, yeah, just gave her uh, probably eight feet and just hauled off. Pretty sure it was her left foot. Put it in the goal. It was Ooh, beautiful, but it was goofy. She did that. I don't even know. I don't know my soccer terms, but that kind of like step over the ball, mm-hmm. kind of sweep motion mm-hmm. uh, as she was running, and it was just like that was unbelievable. That was one of the best goals I've ever seen, as far as like they dominated. They, they didn't. She didn't run through anybody. They were just so terrified of her running through them and just making fools of them that <laughs> she made fools of them yeah. by them. They saw it coming. It was beautiful. Yeah. Women dominated this year. USA dominated. The goal differential was ridiculous in the group phase, group stage, mm-hmm. and they didn't really have too much trouble with anybody. Nope. Next stop, White House. Yeah. Let's do this. F and White House. <laughs> Let's go. I don't think they're going. No. But they did have a, a ticker tape <laughs> she parade was on, today man, in New York. Uh, Megan's been making the rounds. She was on Anderson Cooper, Rachel Maddow. She's been all over the place lately. She's getting political. Where sports and politics meet. You sound like you're upset about that. No, I'm not. Just an observation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's got the... She's got the... She got the... She got the, the, bull horn. She got the bull horn right now. She has uh, at least, what, $470,000 less than the men. So... Yeah, where do you go from here? What do you think? Where do you think they go from here as far as the uh, well? Equal FIFA's pay? notoriously stupid and slow, so. But it's not a FIFA issue. It's a it's a U.S. soccer issue. I mean, issue. Uh, yeah, U.S. soccer. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't see how you get around it. I don't really understand why it wasn't the same to begin <laughs> with, particularly because the women's team could probably give it to the men's team. I mean, they are they've been the best team in the world for what? At least eight years. Now the men's team actually did lose that same night. The Concacaf in the in the gold in the gold cup. They lost one zero to Mexico. Not well, surprising. You knew that was coming. Yeah. You knew that was coming. Um, I do also, from what I've been reading, they get paid differently. The Who? men and the women in U.S. soccer. Yeah, thirty eight cents on the dollar. Well, the that. women get a salary, and the men are only paid in bonuses. Well, that's stupid because how do they bonus? They lose. <laughs> they, they're they not exactly cashing by, in. By accruing, I'm going to bet on myself. Plane minutes, mm, sir. I'm going to don't say pull me out the, yet. I'm I'm five minutes away well, from my bonus. I think it's advancing if they advance in tournaments or if well, they make once it to again, the semifinal. They make it to the stupid. Well, I guess it can't be that stupid. Pay if that they're making, man his money. It can't be that stupid if they're making you know sixty two cents more on the dollar. Yeah, but they're making the finals in the CONCACAF. They're not making. They're not even making the cup. That's true. They didn't make it last yeah. year, which I think that they like that. That cost them some money, right? But I wonder if this setup is just different because there is some guaranteed money for the women, and there's not the same opportunity for the women to make money professionally. So this is a way for U.S. soccer. I'm not. I, this is a way for U.S. soccer to make sure that the women can continue to train and continue to play. Uh, through the entire World Cup cycle versus having to go find a new job or do something else in their time. From what I've read, in terms of USA soccer, the women's team makes more money than the men's in terms of uh, 
endorsements, jersey sales, tickets, all that. I don't disagree. So I mean, them, I don't. I, I don't have money. anything that says that, give them their that's money. True, I don't have anything. You that pay says them seventy percent less, but they make you more money. Do you think that they would be willing? And this is just. I'm just asking if they if well US, ask it if U.S. Soccer came back and said we will pay you like the men, not the same amount as the men, but we'll pay you on the same structure as the men. Would they take it? Would you take it? No, I want the same money. Just like Venus and Serena, Venus Williams at Wimbledon pitched a fit, raised hell, brought it to light, and now the women get paid the same as the men. It's got to be the same. The feminist movement, in my purview, is about equality. It's got to be equal. But that's what I'm at. If it's equal, it has to be not just paid. The, the amount doesn't have to just be the same, but the structure in which they get paid has to be the same. And the women negotiated a different payment structure than the men did. But don't you think that's because they were at a disadvantage going into the negotiations from the get, more than likely? Well, as you pointed out, the men are at a greater disadvantage because they're not as as popular. They don't make as much money. But and they're, they're men. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't proceed as far in a tournament. But men's sports always make more. That's money. That's my point, and I think that's why they negotiated. I mean, men make more money playing sports. Yeah, and I think that's why they negotiated the way they did before. Is saying, pay us two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to. I think it, that's what they get paid. So that sounds somewhere around right. Yeah, yeah. two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, no matter what we do. And the men are saying, pay us 75000 I think that this is the number. Pay us $75,000 for an appearance and then pay us per round that we, we advance. So it's, it's a different structure. That's what I'm asking is, like, if it's going to be equal, do you think the women would want to be paid in that same way? Because then they can only make money when they're in a tournament. Probably not because there aren't as year. many opportunities to earn for women as in men's soccer. Right? Is there right. a women's that's, that's, is there a women's CONCACAF? Yes. Tournament? Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. CONCACAF? Well, what what is uh, that? North America, Central America, Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah. But that's it's in the, Spanish, right? The, CONCACAF oh, is a Spanish acronym okay. for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, C- and, if that, I don't know. I don't know how you structure it, but at the end, it's got to be the same. I don't care how you structure it, but the end's got to be the same. If you're winning the World Cup, you should make legitimate money oh for sure for sure i'm just wondering how how they get to the number they're more fun to watch i don't too. think they're so much more fun to watch oh way more fun to watch yeah i think that that's probably just part of uh our our desire for u.s domination well it could be like we just want to feel superior to the world so it's fun to watch the women and there's so much interest in the women because they are so dominant that could uh, be watching the men. I think once well, the, the casual spectator, that's probably the case. When you know, in two thousand, I think it was two thousand eight, when the men made the men run. were good. Everybody was interested and invested because it's like, oh, we're fun. We're we've got we're dominating. And then when they fall off, no one's interested. But what about World Baseball Classic? What about World? Baseball? It's different. Like, the reason I the find World Baseball myself, Classic is this is because it got because baseball got taken out of the Olympics. Well, I find and myself baseball rooting, wanted to find a way not for the Americans but for the some of the other teams because they're they're more fun. They're way more fun. Yeah. Venezuela, Venezuela is particularly DRs yeah. way fun, really right. fun. Yeah, right. Because they've got like mm-hmm. uh, somebody we're going to talk about a little later. Yeah. yeah. So, well, pay them. Pay mm-hmm. that woman. Ronnie, you got any thoughts on this? No, he doesn't think he doesn't have I anything think, to say. Sure. Great. What's next? 
Wimpleton. Oh, let me get that. Wimpl- watching I have Wimpleton? Been, I've been getting up early to watch oh, Wimpleton now okay. because the matches are coming on at like 8A. Mm-hmm. So today we finished up in the men's quarterfinals. So Rafa Nadal advances in straight sets over Query, American Query. Roger Federer goes four sets against uh, Nishikori out of Japan. Uh, Batista Agu passes Pella. So the Spanish player passes the Argentine play. Argentine, Argentine. Where are we at on this? I'm Argen, Argentina. But if you are oh, from Argentina, are oh, you an Argentine Argentinian? or an Argentine? Or Argentinian. I thought, or Argentinian. Ooh. I'll say Argentine. He's an Argentine. And then uh, Djokovic. I watched a lot of this. This poor Goffin. This guy out of Belgium. Goffin? Man, he had it. No. He broke Djokovic. He was up. Uh, 4-3 on Djokovic. He broke him, and Djokovic just came back and slaughtered him. 6-4, 6-0, He just <laughs> lost it. At one point, he said, no, no. 13 consecutive first serves were a fault for Goffin. It was just, you just saw him. You <laughs> he cracked. He you went on You literally tilt. saw him lose it. Like, oh, he got real pumped. Like, I'm hanging in there. And then he just lost it. So that's the four. Djokovic, Federer, Nadal, and Batista Agu. Uh, on the women's side... Uh, those semifinal games are we're in the semis in the women so we got four players left uh-huh. game 8am tomorrow center court is Hollop out of what's that flag hmm. Ooh, what's the study of flags uh, I forget uh-huh. it's blue yellow and red vertical stripes I got no idea uh, Hellup versus uh Svitolina, and then at 9.50A, we have Serena Williams versus Strakova. Strakova's good. That's going to be a good match. I don't mm. know if I'll get up quite How early you got to get up to watch 8:00, this? 8 o'clock, 9.15, 8 o'clock and 9.15. I don't know if I'll be up <laughs> for the not, 8. That's not early. I don't know. Not in your world. Well, this guy wakes up at 4 a.m. Yeah, to go to Orange, go theory. Orange, Orange Theory for his cult class. 8 a.m. I'm not denying any of that. (laughs) (laughs) 9.15 for Serena if you just want to be a homer and watch Serena Williams. Uh, Also, Serena played mixed doubles this time. um, And she picked, I could have told her from the get, you picked the wrong partner. She partnered with Andy Murray. Biggest choker ever. Andy. On his home court even at Wimpleton. Mm -hmm. Get out of here. They got me. He's just there for uh, the strawberries. 6-3, So she's out of mixed doubles. I don't know whether she's playing doubles or not. She, if she is, she's out. But I do not think she is playing doubles. So, women's singles semifinals uh, tomorrow, eight a.m. Men's quarterfinals probably. What's today? Probably Friday. Hmm. I'm guessing. Who who you got in these matchups? Serena. You got Serena? You like Serena? Sure. She's she's in, she's, she's paying me, so yeah. Djokovic. She's paying you. Yeah. Or, well, looks like we're headed for... <laughs> I don't know if this is the bracket or not, but looks like we're headed for a Nadal-Federer matchup here, which yeah. is going to be great television. I don't want to promote other And this podcasts. could be Fed's last uh, Wimbledon, too. Potentially. There's a, there's a great podcast called Sports Wars. If you're looking for a podcast uh, besides <laughs> a ours. A good sports podcast? 
Yeah, one that's informative. And how much do they talk about food on this podcast? <laughs> Not as much we as we mentioned do. Food. Well, we mentioned strawberries. So on Sports Wars, they talk about uh, great <laughs> sports rivalries. The first one was uh, Rogers, Aaron Rodgers versus Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. And then they did Rafael Nadal versus Roger Federer. That was really Federer good. has 20. Rafa has 18. Then they did uh, Michael Jordan versus Isaiah Thomas. That, you know what I yeah. learned on that? Yeah. Isaiah Thomas? Not on the dream team. No. As we <laughs> learned in episode one. <laughs> yep. uh, and and the newest one is uh, is uh, Kobe versus Shaq. That was so an it's, interesting it's very interesting, rivalry. but uh, yeah. That was an interesting one. Apparently, Nadal and Roger like each other quite a bit. They do. All these guys and, get along, and I they've think. gotten they they they've had a very different upbringing, which was yeah. really interesting to hear too. Then they, Rafa Nadal's, Nadal's uncle made, he's right handed, but his uncle made him play left tennis left handed. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because it's it, it's an advantage. Oh, you're hitting oh. to people's backhand. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he still does it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You uncle, would like Rafa Nadal when his uncle rowdy. dies. Do you think he'll switch no. back? He's, no, because his won, uncle's not his coach anymore. And either. he's won 18 Grand Slams playing left-handed, so mm-hmm. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. But now people are expecting that, so why doesn't he just mix it up? <laughs> like a switch hitter? Mm-hmm. You would like Rafa. He picks his wedgie, ah! wipes his face every time he serves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like After s- he picks his wedgie? He's super ticky. Mm-hmm. He's like a, a major league pitcher. He's going to get He does eye. the same like five motions Ugh. every time he serves. Sounds kind of gross. His matches take to be forever. But he's a delight to watch. He's my fave. <laughs> I like Fed too. I got no time for no Novak Djokovic. Why? Yeah. What do you? First of all, he's a multimillionaire that How looks like he, he still cuts his hair with a floby. What's wrong with that? All right, he's down first to earth. He's down to no, earth. No. Oh, you got, want you no, want your got, bourgeoisie to act as such? Yeah, man. You, you want to be able to? Your uh, tennis. You're supposed his, to be regal. I think his hair looks okay. <laughs> it's fine. I don't like Djokovic. You guys wouldn't either if you watched. So what's tennis. your second? That was first of all. What's your second point? Um, he talks to himself a lot, which I find somewhat irritating. Oh, you don't like the self-talk? He, um, you know, his net play has improved over the years, though. He didn't used to have What's a lot of mean? net play where you go up to the net and, like, try to do a slice like, or a drop shot. Right there on the net. Like, right up on Bounce the net. Bounce off the net. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Climb on the net. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. net's... In the this middle. This is a dumb question. Yeah. <laughs> no, tennis nets are the ones. Now, is that something that moves? <laughs> so I was going to ask a really dumb question. He does have like 12 grand I slams it for or myself, though, 15. Tennis nets are the ones that touch the ground. Volleyball are the ones that are raised. Correct. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. And tennis, they're l- l- just a tad lower right in the middle. Mm. I don't know if they should be, though. I've never known this. Is it? I don't think it's supposed to be lower in the middle. Sure it is. Every ten- tennis tournament I've ever watched, it's lower in the middle. <laughs> Maybe they just need improved technology. What do you think? They've just made the same mistake thousands of times. I don't think that's right. Yeah, because I it's think the it's way you be, serve. I think it's supposed to be taught across. It's for a serve. I think you it's supposed think. to be taught across the entire thing. I'll research this and put it on another All right, pod. Let's get it. Let's 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 look at this. Why don't you put it on those other guys? I ca- I, as much as I like Rafa Nadal, though, I kind of hope Federer wins. That'd be a good story. Mm-hmm. But his backhanded slice... Federer uh, was became famous for his backhanded, one-handed backhanded slice. Usually, when you hit uh, backhand in tennis, you use two hands, and um, it does just doesn't quite have the oomph that it's had in years oomph. past. But ah. Federer is also oomph. awesome because he ditched Nike ah. for like a three hundred million dollar Chinese sportswear contract his last two years playing tennis. So the guy's shrewd. Swiss speaks great English. Just a gentleman. Rolex sponsor. 
Can we talk about something else? Gotta do it all. <laughs> hey, you want to talk about uh, Leonard and George getting clipped? <sighs> Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to the L.A. Clippers. Yeah. Now, now, as you'll remember, Rowdy, Kawhi was the one in Canada. Yes, yes. very good. And and it was this whole big thing, and everyone was excited because he's in Canada, and now he's just going to bail on him. Yep. Yeah, that he just basically seem for, he was a rent of monies, huh. like probably a hundred and forty million dollars plus. <sighs> yeah, what's interesting about his uh, contract is it's only guaranteed. It's a it's a three year contract, but I believe that only the first two years are guaranteed. That, I and think then, that's right. And then he can opt out. Right. So it's or only PG f- is locked up for three I for think. three more years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so PG. He, so he mm-hmm. he is doing it the way that I think free agency should work, and it doesn't work in baseball. Is you take short contracts, what Kevin Durant did as well. You take short contracts um, to continue to renegotiate right. contracts in your prime, right. because now, everybody gets reset. So and the and the salary cap goes up. So if you can continue to take short contracts, then you can continue to negotiate higher and higher. It was the same thing LeBron James did. Mm-hmm. He was taking one year contracts, right, or two year contracts with the second year player option, right. in Cleveland. Now here is the weirdness of all of this, Rowdy. Kawhi Leonard was drafted by the Pacers, traded for George Hill from okay. the Spurs, right? Yeah. So forget about George Hill and let's go to Paul George. Yeah. Right? We'll flip that around. Paul George was a Pacer. Yeah. Then changed his name or changed his number to 13 so he could be PG 13. And that's great move. And great that, move. it is a cool move, but it, in my opinion, that's where it kind of fell off hmm. a little bit. Had a great season that year. Then he takes uh, or he leaves the Pacers in free agency, goes to the Thunder, which, yeah. remember, used to be the Oklahoma, Supersonics. Right. And how long has he been at Thunder, Snoop? Two seasons now? Two seasons, Two seasons. to play with Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Six-time All-Star. And now they both end up... Averaged 28 points last year. Yeah, he was. He had a really good year. Then they uh, both end up in L.A. where they're both from Southern California. Hmm. Yep. So, I don't... They're going home! I mean, Clippers going to be Going nasty. home. I don't, I don't quite know the rest of their 12-man roster, but... Um, Here's what's crazy to me is the They're gonna be good. Oklahoma City, what they got back for Paul George. Was Think of what they had an, and they gave away. An unprotected, but listen to this, an unprotected first round in 2022, 2024, and 2026, along with the first round from Miami that uh, LA had in 2021 and 2023. It's not terrible. And they're swapping picks in 2023 and 2025. And how much money did they save? 30 plus a year. max contract as well. Yeah. So now they're talking about to to other players. Well, it's kind of neat. Oklahoma City actually said any free agent that they were going to sign could opt out knowing now that Paul George is going to be gone. But can you, I mean, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024... 2026, you got five first-round picks, and you're swapping picks in 2023 and 2025. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable value. So they just cut him all for, or let him go all for picks, and to bank, all the, for and to bank the money. All for picks. Save the money. But... They're playing small ball. They're mm-hmm. playing money ball. They're saying we, think can get, about the, we can get smaller. We can get faster. Look what Philadelphia did. Yeah. Think about the Thunder, though, six, eight okay, years thinking, ago. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. When they yep. had Russell Westbrook, the Slim Reaper, 
and uh, James Harden. And it didn't work. There was only they one ball. They went to ball. the finals. There was only one ball. It didn't work. Then that went seven games. What do you even, mean there I was think. only one? Of course there was only one ball. Yeah, there was not enough. There was there, not. And Russell yeah. Russell Westbrook is he a was, high volume But he was player. third man on the total. He's like bowl. Kobe Bryant. He needs a yeah. lot of shots. I mean, he gets the triple it's double, like more but, like he's, Mello. but he's putting up he's putting up twenty one shots to get ten points. Gotcha. Where Mello will shoot forty five shots to put up mm, twenty eight. Three points. Let's introduce yeah. another ball. Why not? Why not? Why not? Rock and jock this. Introduce thing another I mean, ball. Ooh, second ball, and then Ooh. you kind of have to split your offense and defense. Can you shoot right? them at the same time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You just have to make one of them look like an. And a- if we computerize ABA the ball. scoring and and refing, then. Like, oh, they'll never computerize the refing in the NBA because then they wouldn't be able to fix games. Well, yeah, exactly. Here's, and that's part of the NBA. So I saw a tweet that I thought you guys might think was interesting about okay. all this. So the tweet reads, Paul George's ex is Doc Rivers' oh, yes. daughter, who he allegedly cheated on with a Miami stripper. That was now, Doc Rivers' daughter? Now yeah. Doc's his coach. I didn't know that dun, was Doc dun, Rivers' dun. daughter. That's the stripper he knocked up when he was here in Indy? I don't know where he was. Yeah, he? that happened here. As the world turns. Boy, I didn't know Next that was Doc Rivers' season. daughter. So what's your prediction on that, Rowdy? How's that all go down? Doc Rivers! Doc Rivers is going to talk like that! <laughs> is that how he talks? I don't know yeah. if that's part of it, but yeah, you nailed it. Uh, what's wow. your prediction on this, Rowdy? Who goes out the door first? The player or the coach? Coach. And if it's oh, me, that was the Rowdy, team, then it's... it's the same person. <laughs> yes, that's true. True story. Man, Doc Rivers you or PG? Spent, you just spent yeah. You just spent about one hundred and sixty million dollars. Players. players, yeah. Coach goes. Coach goes for mm-hmm. sure. Because yeah. Doc hasn't done a whole lot there. Mm-mm. I mean, he hasn't been terrible, but it's not like he was when he was in Boston. Yeah. And I don't think Doc is the Zen master. At least not that he used to be in Boston when he had Kevin uh, Garnett and uh, The Truth, Big Baby, and all those. Um, what's his face from Kentucky? R- Rajon Rondo. I mean, he had some big personalities in Boston that he handled pretty well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he ditched, he got, he let uh, Blake Griffin go, and the Clippers haven't done much so, since he's been there. What do you got? His daughter is now engaged. Blake Griffin jumped over at Kia. His daughter is engaged that. to Seth Curry, who plays for the Dallas oh, Mavericks. Oh, Steph's brother. Is that his brother? I think so, right? Hmm. So, she's moved on. She's well, a, that, she's an MB, she's an hear. NBA wife, hmm. basketball wife. Huh. Can we move on from this story? Doc Rivers also has ADHD. <laughs> he has ADHD. He has ADHD and uh, a he's, voice he's issue. He is the nephew of former NBA player Jim Brewer. Doc Rivers is a good player. Jim Brewer from Half Baked. Yep. Open for Metallica. Oh, that's why I, I know that Too name. bad I quit okay. smoking yesterday. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You got anything else to say about the NBA? Nope. These wild moves? Nope. Three years, $103 million, third year as a player option. I mean, I just don't like that, like, all these deals had to be going on for some time, right? Like, no, these, they're not allowed. These had to all be tampering, tampering. You're tampering. tampering. And this whole time, Kawhi... Only LeBron's allowed is, to tamper. He's he's letting the Canadians put up big signs with his face on yeah, them. That, Kawhi Print, leaving Toronto did out, surprise printing me. Printing a bunch that of one surprised shirts me. and stuff. The, like, King of the North or whatever Here's stuff. what's interesting. Like, uh, I do, actually, I do have something to say. So yeah. after this trade, before this trade, uh, 
I think you could get the Clippers to win the championship at 15 to 1, which isn't great. After the trade. It's better than I would have guessed. Oh, sorry. After, I think it was 80 to 1 before they signed Kawhi. They signed Kawhi, it was 15 to 1. Oh. When they made the trade, it was 8 to 1. Odds. With PG? Yep, with PG. That's too high. That They're dr- not winning. When, when there was a chance that uh, Toronto could re sign, they were at like, I think it was around 20 to 1. After he signed with LA, they dropped to eighty to one odds for for a repeat. That's a big line move. That is that a is, huge line move. So the shift one. the shift is on. At I this will. Point. Who wins? They they are now the favorite. Updated hmm. the as of today, three to one. The Clips to win the championship. Wow! Behind uh, in front of Milwaukee at nine to two, the Lakers at five to one. No, not a Philly chance. At, Philly at eight to you one. Kidding me? Both Golden State and Houston at twelve to one. Who Denver. wins first in out of L.A. Clip? You think? Yeah. Yep. I think they they win first. I sure hope so. All right. What else we got? You guys want to talk about ding and dongers? <laughs> it's the only thing I want Best to talk about. Dong dingens I've ever seen at a derby. At Smash the derby. Best bunch, ding dong and derby. Smashing a bunch of taters. I mean, big, that was beautiful, insane, beefy baseball boys just slapping Peterson, dongs. Vlad Guerrero Jr. and uh, who won? The rookie, uh, Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. Yeah. Incredible. My boy Matt Chapman got hosed by his own father. So rowdy in the in the home run derby, you can pick who your pitcher is. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt Chapman, third baseman for the Oakland A's, yeah, just got called up to the to be in the derby because Christian Yelich scratched. Did we ever find out why he scratched back? Okay, yeah. So Christian he was Yelich, in a bad back, probably, which he was he was out earlier this year with. Yeah, who's probably the. He's I leading mean, the he's top Major League two Baseball. two or three players in MLB he's if he's not the best. Currently leading Major League Baseball with 31 home runs. And uh, so he scratches, so they bring Matt Chapman mm-hmm. in. Matt Chapman picks his dad to be his pitcher. And I'm oh. thinking, okay, that's kind of cool. So that's sweet. cool. He's going to have his Bryce Harper moment. Bryce Harper had his dad pitch, won the thing, right? <coughs> so if you hit two <coughs> balls over 440 feet within the four-minute time frame, you get an extra 30 seconds. Yeah. Matt Chapman's first four home runs were over 440 feet. Just slapping dingers. Mm-hmm. Then his dad starts throwing slide pieces, Uh-oh. and then he almost hits him in the face. What? He just His dad totally his dad just lost. Messing he with could him? not. Chapman kept telling him, I want it on the hands. I want it on the hands. You know, inside, inside. And he just kept throwing slide pieces and then threw one literally Ooh. at his head. He had to move out of the way. He's, he, his dad just wanted to, you know, get Real that Real game action. He wanted that corner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got to define. He's got to define the zone. It was so disappointing because he was at but, such a hot start. But here's what's oh, here, it's a heartbreaker. Uh, to get meta for a second, yeah. this is why you're the exclamation point because that was your guy. So that's what you want to talk about, not the fact that uh, Vlad Jr. came in. No, I wasn't done talking. Broke at twice. Re- twice broke the record. This was just an interesting human interest story right. uh, uh, around Reed. Well, <laughs> well, I wasn't done. I didn't say let's move on to the next topic. No, I know. All right, let's it's, move on to the next topic. But that was the thing that you got fired up about. That was the Well, thing. hell yeah, that was a heartbreaker <laughs> for you. For everybody it should have been. He was hot, he was hot to death and then his dad screwed him. Mhm. Anyway, go Thanks, go on. Dad. Go continue on. So Vlad Guerrero <laughs> beat him in that round. 
but uh, handily. By, by doubling him up. Handily. And plus one. He had uh, 29, 29 home runs so in he, four and a half minutes, he's, Rowdy. He set the record for the most home runs in a, in a <laughs> Ever. round. Ever. Uh, beat Billy Hamilton's record of 28. So what did he do for a, for an encore? Same after, thing. After Jack Rinse Peterson and repeat. Hit another 29 home runs. Jack Peterson comes up and he's like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I'm going to hit 29 home Slapping runs. Slapping them. So now we're in this this uh, two-minute runoff. Can we say Jack was more impressive in that round because, well, like we were talking off air, it was just effortless. It was effortless. Vlad is, a vi- Vlad is awesome to watch, but that dude is violent. He is mm. a violent swinger. He mm. was crushing that ball. Yeah. Jack just went up there and was just slapping him out. Mm-hmm. It was he wild was just turning to watch. On him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they both they tie to twenty nine. They go into the two minute warning or whatever. Then they hit. They each hit eight more. Yeah, which, which is unbelievable that they're able to hit another eight after that. Jock's just like gassed at this point. It was Vlad a sixty second tie breaking round. They got sixty seconds. 60 That's when seconds. they hit eight each. Seconds. Yeah. So they went into another tie break round where they get three swings. Only three in the first tie break round. Vlad knocks out one. Jock, of course, says. Anything you can do, I can do better. Hits another one. They go into the second round. At this point, like this is just an amazing. To me, it was just it was incredible. It was like it two was teams. Uh, the close. If you don't watch baseball or, or didn't have any interest in the home run derby, it was like two teams running up and down the court with two minutes left, just hitting. Every time that one team hit a big shot, the other team just answered. It was over and over again. The only thing that would have made it better. As if my internet didn't go out three times during the home run derby. Oh, well. That was awesome. Yeah. Because you'd text me and be like, good lord. And I'd be like, oh, great. What happened? <laughs> yeah. And I have to wait for it to come back. No. Uh, so then Vlad hit two in the f- in the second. Second. Actually, the swing third off. overtime. Yeah, the third yeah. overtime, second swing off. And Jock Peterson on his third swing, after Foul hitting it. a home run, just dribbled it off. But in that round, they combined for <laughs> 79 home runs. It was incredible. Was Jock the one with the more uh, even Wider spray? spread? Yeah. He, well, he was turning a lot to right, which yeah. had a, uh, it was, it's shorter, but it also has that shorter uh, fence. Fence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because so Vlad was clustered up. On the other side, Pete Alonso comes through beating Carlos Santana 14 to 13. Uh, and then beating Ronald Acuna twenty to nineteen. So at this point, he has thirty four home runs, which Vlad Guerrero hit in one round. They, don't you think they got to rethink this? No, not at all. You Do like they, the brackets? I think the brackets are. How fine. do they seed them? Uh, well, it was supposed to be seeded by who had the most home runs at the time. So Alonso. That's was why Guerrero one. was eighth, and that's but Chapman went in as the one seed. Because Yelich dropped out. Yeah. yeah. So they were they just do it. Whoever submits to be in, they, they seed them by how many home runs they have. Mm-hmm. I kind of think it should and be overall. You get four oh. minutes, the most wins. No, I like this. They they used to do like a ten minute round or yeah, and you had ten swings and there was a bunch of different things yeah. they tried. I think this is the best. Derby version. is fun. It's head to head. It's yeah. something that anybody can come in and understand. There's no like bonuses. There's nothing to really think about other than who is going to win this round. Mm-hmm. So but, then, Glier- they but it go- just sucks because Alonso had a weak showing relative to Guerrero. But, but you only, he wins. You yeah. only compete against the guy yeah. in your bracket. The, the guy in front of you. Yep. You got to score more it. points than your opponent. That's all you have to do. Survive in advance. So he goes into the final and beats the giant Vlad Guerrero I mean, Jr. 22 Guerrero. to 23. Yeah. 
It was again. He was pretty effortless, and he didn't need it. He didn't even need his extra he thirty seconds extra time. So I don't think he used his extra time. Congrats to Alonzo. He gave five percent of his winnings to Wounded Warriors and five percent to uh, MLB oh, Play the Game. Fifty grand each. Yeah, something like that. Nice. Yeah. And, and, oh, that's and, the other thing, Rowdy. He won a million bucks, which like tripled whoa, his salary this really? year. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's awesome. Both yeah. of the guys are on minimums. Right. The two guys in the finals were on minimum salaries. Because they're rookies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, Vlad's 20. So what do you think Alonzo? Uh, like 23. Okay. So yeah. what do you think this is going to do for these guys going into the actual baseball season? Is that going to like... It's not going to do anything. No? no. Well, some people think home run derby screws up your swing. Not anymore. Not for I think, these guys. I think it used to. And I think it mean? did. I think it used to screw up your swing because of the way the game used to be played, which is different than what the game that's played now. Alex mm-hmm. Bregman was talking about everybody looks at OPS. That's the important thing. It's not, it's not bad. OPS. OPS. Yeah. On base, on base percent percentage plus, plus slugging. Plus slugging. On oh, how often you get on base OB, plus your slugging percentage. OB, how do you get on base OB, no matter OB, how you PS. Yeah. And slugging OB, PS. is how many, how many bags you get, how many bases you get when you, you call do them that. bags. bags. Yeah. That's yeah. stupid. They're bags. Come, just bases. Okay. Bases. Baseball. Okay. How many bases are there? Let's call it bag ball then. How many let's bases? Just, let's just let's just throw throw tradition out the window. Well, then you're it's bag ball with cornhole. So anyway, the point he was making was nobody cares about your your average anymore. So when these guys were doing the old home run derby, they were yeah. worried about sliding it around, uh, spreading the field, you know, putting it in and trying to just get put it on the ground and, and get to first. Now guys don't care about that. Hit we're, it out we're, the yeah, we're we're in the three outcome batting world now which are rowdy the three outcomes of baseball and of an at-bat a three outcome hitter of, of what's an a three at-bat? outcome hitter a point yeah or a run i mean a run a run a run a ball or a strike there you go yep a point a run or a strike that's exactly or exactly right a ball or strike yeah a point run. a ball or a strike yep it's you pretty it. good it's a strikeout a walk or a home run yeah basically so that's... you got it basically okay yeah. you're just using different terminology yeah. it's yeah. fine that's so that's I, how we talk in bag ball okay. i was using the bag oh, ball bag that ball you guys terms. are talking about oh yeah, bag yeah. Ball. So we're I, right then yeah. for that yeah yeah i looked into this a little bit because i was interested he made a graph as i want to do yes in 1995 so we're talking post strike the average uh Batting average, average batting average, for the That's for both double average. A, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but it's the batting average for the entire league. Every person who ever had an at bat is that the Mendoza line? No, two sixty seven. Mendoza line is two hundred, two ten. The average now across Wait, all. Wait, two sixty seven and ninety five and ninety five okay. is now two forty eight. We oh, have we touched two sixty seven in nine in ninety eight ninety nine and two thousand. There was a a bit of a bump, but really it's been below two sixty seven since then. Now people do not hit for average. They're not the Ichiro Suzuki. They're anymore. not interested in hitting for average. Everybody's interested in just is just hitting home runs, which makes sense, or walking, which makes sense because getting on base is getting on base. That's what you know Moneyball taught us. Uh, but now a home run is worth more than. A double, a single. It's just it. Not only are you getting a, a score, not only are you getting a run, but it doesn't hurt you that you're giving up an out if you go one for three. Those outs don't hurt you, right? Um, so we're moving towards this three outcome hitters. Everybody's just going to be a three outcome hitter. 
like we've seen, we're on pace again to break the 2017 record of most home runs in in a season. Oh, for real? So I don't think it's going to hurt any of these guys going forward because one, the ball is juiced, which we haven't touched on. Right. And two, nobody hits for average anymore. Right. Alex Bregman went in with like a 265 average. These guys, hit, if you hit over 300, you're the anomaly. Mm-hmm. Whereas like over 300 before used to be what everybody was going for. Right. There's just not a lot of 300 hitters anymore. Guys are hitting... You know, Joey Gallo's got 20 home runs in 61 games, and he's hitting like 250. Right. And everybody's freaking out because he's like, "Man, he's a 250 hitter. That's so great!" Right. It's like that's why you you won't ever see a 400 hitter again because nobody's tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a completely different game, and I don't and think it really messes up the steals. These guys used to go into batting practice and try and hit the ball on the ground, try and hit the ball in the gap. And now they're going into batting practice. Going yard. And trying to go yard. Mm -hmm. So this was just batting practice for them. This was natural. This is what they do 162 days out of the year. So, no, I don't think it's going to mess up anybody. Well, was it Jack Peterson that took over 100 pitches before the derby? Yeah, he took. I think they said he took 100 pitches before the derby. (laughs) I mean, these guys are animals. Yeah. Yeah. And the way he was turning on it, it's just like. It It was effortless. It was a pinball flipper. It was effortless. He was just turning. Yep. And it, it like and it was he just was, muscle memory. And when it got to when he got to like twenty five, twenty six, and knew he had a shot to catch Vlad, he was reaching across the plate for some of them yeah. that were low and outside, and just yeah. flipping those out. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. That was so much fun to watch. Yeah, it's the best uh, derby I've ever seen. And now, my, now, my now that the ball shot. is juiced, what do you it, mean? Right. It's going to be even better. It flies they further. Put, like they liquid, put juice more in the ball. What yeah. kind of juice? EPO. Yeah, they what? just shoot it right up with oh. EPO. They blood dope. They really the ball. put in like a liquid inside of it. Is yeah. that what you mean? According to Justin Verlander, probably the second best pitcher in the game, the Houston Astros, thirty-five-year-old uh, ace. Yeah, yeah, right behind Max Scherzer, my boy. <laughs> Maybe- Scherzer's the guy that had two black eyes the other a couple weeks. Oh ago yeah, 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 yeah. Justin Verlander is the one that's married to uh, what's her name, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah. Major League Baseball is turning into this game into a joke. They own Rawlings, the baseball maker. So it's an inside job. Major League job. Baseball owns, owns Rawlings? The owns the ball. Yeah. That's what? like in the NBA owning Spalding, right? Yeah. Do like, they? No. Oh. The, uh, they own Rawlings. And you've got, <laughs> I can't keep up. And you've got Manfred up here saying it might be the the way they center the pill. They own the effing company. Yeah. If any other well, 40, the laces are tighter. If any other $40 billion company brought, bought out a $400 million company and the product changed dramatically, it's not a guess as to what happened. Right. We all know what happened. Yeah. Manfred, the first time he came in, what did he say? He said, we want more offense. And all of a sudden, he comes in, the balls are juiced. It's not coincidence. We're not idiots. Justin Verlander, everybody. Yeah. I completely agree with them. They changed the ball. They wanted more offense. They How did they change offense. it? Like, what do you think they, they did to it? I think the what, laces are lower. One thing they said: the laces are lower, and they changed where the, the like the pit, like the pill tight. The laces are like it's when you say less lower, of it means a like circumference it's less now. okay, and so less it, to grip as a pitcher. I gotcha. right. Yeah, right. And it changes the drag on the ball. Mm-hmm. As so well. he would know if anyone. And he would oh, know for that. sure. And yeah. the pill has been moved off center. What's like the pill? The middle, the hard middle. So you get rotation as it spins. Different spins. That's why you're getting these the nasty is, slide okay. pieces. But the other now. thing is, uh, you know, uh, Rowdy, you're uh, you're going to be our, our resident science guy here. If you're pitching a ball harder than any pitcher has ever pitched the ball before, like you're, I, the, the, I wouldn't. The, be. the velocity has gone up of the yeah. pitchers. Then it's it's physics to say I don't have to swing the bat as hard mm-hmm. 
to transfer that energy yeah. in a new direction. Yeah. Now, granted, like hitting uh, tell Vlad Junior that hitting a, <laughs> hitting a, a, a ball with a round bat. Hardest thing in sports. Hardest thing to it do is, in sports. It is, without but a doubt. it's taking less and less energy to do that because these guys are throwing 100 miles an hour. Or 103. 98 miles mm-hmm. an hour. It's 95 miles an hour. They've got splitters that are dropping to like 80. Off the table. So I think that's part of it, too. So I think it's, it's three things. The way that people are approaching the game. The ball has definitely changed. Oh, There's for sure. no doubt yeah. about that. Yeah, no, yeah. And pitchers are pitching harder than they ever have. So, I don't think it changes anything. I think we're going to see more home runs year after year. Just because these boys are getting yeah. stronger. These well, the beefy, ball, beautiful baseball these, boys are getting stronger and stronger, and the B-B-B-B's ball is changing. And the ball. And if you want, it, since baseball owns uh, the equipment they use, if they want a specific outcome, all they have to do is change the ball. You know, that, that Verlander comment's interesting, although I'd like to hear from some of the older dudes like Bartolo Colon or um, somebody like that that has pitched for, what, 16, 18 years or whatever to really see, like, hear them talk about how much well, it's Man- changed. Manfred said, our scientists have been now studying the baseball more regularly, and they've told us that this year the baseball has a little less drag. It doesn't need to change very much in order to produce meaningful change in terms of the way the game is played on field. We're trying to understand exactly what has happened and build our manufacturing process <laughs> that gives us a little more control about what's going on. But you have to remember that our <laughs> baseball is handmade, and there's going to be variation year by year. Sure, sure. But you use a hundred baseballs per game. Mm, come on, and that I mean, yes, they are handmade. I've watched the YouTube videos; highly recommend. It's super cool how they make baseballs. But um, and who? I say, mean, come on. And who says they've this? always been handmade? Who says? Like, what if Ford was like, well, the reason that our cars are less safe is like you got to remember that like we're using people. Are you telling me we're that using... Ralph Nader's going to get involved with yeah. the baseball? Yeah, dangerous <laughs> at any speed. Yeah, <laughs> no matter what. Uh, like that's ridi- that's a ridiculous argument. Yeah, it's more uniform just, than it's ever been. It's why just don't they just, Everyone knows it. Why don't they just own it? We want more dingers. Yeah. Don't, don't you love it? Yeah. The problem... Everyone knows it. The problem with baseball is not that there's too many home runs or that the games are too long. It's that they don't let they don't let people, the players, be themselves. Yeah. It's not interesting for people to watch. That's true. Especially the Yankees, because, huh? Because everybody wants to, to sulk around. Just let these guys have fun. Let the boy play, right? Yeah. Let the Wasn't boy that play. their commercial, something like that? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that commercial. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Very good, Rowdy. Mm. You guys want to talk about the Mountain of Hell? <sighs> Let's do it. What is it? So the Mountain of Hell. Mordor, is, I think. This is a this is a, a bicycle race. Uh, oh. But a bicycle, bicycle. race. Bicycle. bicycle. I, my I would bicycle. say I would define it's loosely. It's loosely a bicycle. I mean, race. It, there. The point there is, there are bikes, and it yes. is a race. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So exactly. This is a this is a race that that begins eleven thousand feet over eleven thousand feet in the air on a on a. Gla- <laughs> where uh, where sorry, does this take? Eleven thousand feet above sea level. Elevation. How about that? Yeah. Elevation of eleven thousand. Where do where does this take place? So this takes place on a glacier at Le Deux Alpes. 
uh, uh, resort in France. France. And uh, so basically with this bike race, they have 700 riders. <laughs> in their mountain bikes, And their correct? mountain bikes. And, and you don't even start on your bike. The bikes are all laying out on the ground. Oh, for real? And then you start and you have to run to your bike. It's kind of like a triathlon start. I mean, oh, it, you're not running a long distance. I yeah. mean, the bike's just kind of right in front of you, but you're not. But if you've yeah, got burst, you've got on, a major yeah. advantage to wreck first. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> you basically, you run to your bike. And then you you go downhill over snow, ice, shingle, and rocks. Uh, shingle. It's, a, it's so just the the really loose. Loose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a, a, a an eight thousand two hundred <laughs> foot descent over fifteen Jeez. and a half miles. Um, so it's a mile and a half in elevation change. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it is, and these boys are trucking. Oh yeah, and there are some the videos. videos th- yeah, there are some videos you can watch where it shows the start of the race as people are coming down the glacier. Because you end up like you know they start out on the glacier, then they end up on, uh, you know, once they get out of the snow, they they, they end up kind of on just kind of a rocky. Rocky yeah. roads, but even those have you know you drop off hundreds of feet, you know, off the side. Yeah, it's just I mean, single, super super it's narrow, just single track around. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. real? Yeah. yeah, and then you get down oh below the gosh. tree line, and you're dodging branches and and bushes and everything else, and it's again super narrow. Clothes lines. Somehow there were no reported injuries, but when these guys took off, there was just humongous pileups. Like it was, just, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So really, the only the only way to even get uh, get ahead in this race is is to be fast enough to to get out of there before that massive pileup happens. I mean, it, it was it was wild. So, uh, Killian Braun of France uh, managed to avoid that wreck, and he won the event in. It took him twenty nine minutes and thirty four seconds. And we were watching his run. Yeah, today. he was, uh, and it was pretty incredible. I mean, it looked like a video game. Thirty or minutes. Mm-hmm. What is wrong? Wow. Uh, I'm gonna make a sweeping statement. Yeah, here. what's wrong? With I love the, all sweeping statements. What's wrong with the French? Are you guys familiar with uh, Paris Ribeye, the the classic? No, ribeye, Paris ribeye. Let me look, Google that. <laughs> so it is a slam. It's, it's one of like I think I can't remember. There's four or oh, five classic races, the monuments mm. as they're called. This has been running since 1896. These are bike races this as well. A, it's a one-day bike race, and I think it's around 100, 140 miles. And it goes through the cobblestones. It is On road bike? It is so treacherous that they started creating specific uh, bikes, road bikes. Just for this race. Just for this race. Oh, my. I just started like flipping through the YouTube video. It's just a bunch of guys like just, la- just laying on the ground just and holding completely themselves. Covered. The French are insane with their bikes. <laughs> I think that typically two thirds of those who start the race don't finish the race. Wow! And this is a this is a, a professional race, the highest UCI ranking. Whew. Guys blow out tires. They're just packed in. Busting There's frames. mud. Yeah. Yes, people people break many many things. It's called yeah. to the point I'm making. It's called uh, Hell of the North, or. <laughs> A Sunday in hell, and I because I think it's on the <laughs> always Sunday. on a Sunday. Yeah, it's in either April, the Sunday yeah. before or after Easter. I think it's the Sunday wow. after Easter. So, th- what is it with the French that they're like? Yes, we have bikes, but 
But how do we make them? Yeah. In but hell. how do we hurt them? Hell is other people. Let's put them on yeah. bikes. It's a Sartrean bike race. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 700 people down a glacier. What yeah. is wrong with you? How long have I they mean, been doing this mountain of hell? I don't know how mountain. long this is. Better been going question. On. How much longer will they be able to oh, do? Yeah. I don't think it's in glaciers. Yeah, I don't are think going it's been away. Too, I think it's like eight yeah. or nine years or something that they've been doing this. But it it's, is it's amazing. And it looks like we it were talking earlier. Those it, videos you showed me earlier, they don't look real. Yeah, they, they look CGI because yeah. it's just bikes and people sliding down a glacier. Yeah, it literally. Yeah, it looks like you took a CGI glacier and you dropped like, let's add a few more bikes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's sprinkle in a few more. Yeah. And then you turn the turn, people doing somersaults. Turn the physics on and push start and just see <laughs> yeah. what happens. I it's need like, more carnage. More yeah, carnage. Man. I need bodies. Uh, like that's the kind of when I used that to play. This doesn't look fun. Yeah. It does. I mean, okay, okay, so I was asking Rowdy this, and I'm Rowdy. I'm imposing it to you uh, on on air as well, to both of you. There's 700 people starting. Mm -hmm. 600 are going to crash, but they have a good idea. I'm not going to win this race. Right. I have no actual chance of winning this race. Mm -hmm. This is like a fun run for them. Mm -hmm. It's like a mutter. What gets you out there? I have no idea. I, you wouldn't get me out there. I'd go and watch it, but I wouldn't do it. Is there anything in your life that you would like? You're like, I have no, uh, no viable way of actually winning this contest. Which it's a contest for some people, but it's just an event that for you me. would still do. That you would still do. Like, let me go into the pain cave. I'm still gonna do this, <laughs> but I have no, I have no way of winning this thing. Well, it's just to, just to say I've done it. I kind of see. I think about that like people that w- run races like ten k's or marathons or something. They're not going to win. No, but they do it. Right. I get that. But this is just insane. What's the difference though? The violence of which you are falling <laughs> down a mountain, <laughs> <laughs> sliding on about, ice, sliding of anything, and loose rocks, the, you and know, bikes to me coming at you. Having been in uh, enough uh, bike accidents to. To know, yeah. you've uh, had some doozies. I've had some doozies. Yeah. Uh, I do not want to be on the ground uh-uh. sliding with a spinning bicycle around me. Mm, let alone the thing. another hundred bicycles. Well, that's and the thing. The only shot you got is you got to get out in front, yeah. right? Because you're, there's no way you're going to be able to navigate six hundred bikes and people on the ground, well, which goes against every every conceivable uh, reaction you would want to have, like. Yeah. M- be like timid I, or yeah, yeah exactly like, yeah. I have to go as fast as I can mm-hmm. down this thing to get away and, and he was going yeah. when he was on the glacier he was reaching speeds of close to 78 miles per hour God, see on on, on see the his, glacier that's the glacier. terrifying tuck, that's terrifying the tuck how fast is that, do you think you is that where he's just like hanging snip? off hanging off the back of the yeah dude, the super tuck yeah my, oh yeah where they hang so off this i was actually reading this earlier uh or actually visual last night. aid yeah visual aid so this is um something in uh, the tours going on so they were talking right. about the super tuck yesterday so position rowdy i was talking to you about this mm. when we were watching the video position this is nine percent a nine percent faster to go into this this is what Chris Froome would do. It's some sort Leans of a super forward tech. over the handlebars. But what I was saying is, these guys were doing in the... Look at that 17% pan, yeah, faster. Pan, over tanning. the handlebars with but, his butt under the yeah. seat. And your elbows tucked in. This is what they were doing down there. Yeah, they were literally they were, hanging off They were seats, hanging their off the over back, their back of the tire. seat. As they're going down these mountains. Like, so, listeners, if you Google um, 
uh, super tuck or pantani position. It looks like a panini pantani position with an eye at the end. You can see this position that they were riding in. They've actually got their chest on the seat and their butt hanging behind the seat. And they were going like 78 miles an hour. It's insane. That would be terrifying in and of itself. Going going 40 miles an hour on a bike would be terrifying. So you don't go to go back to this, like just the general nope, attitude. I'm not doing it. Not not doing that. But do you see you don't see any value in saying I'm going to do a ultra marathon no. or I'm going to do a, a mud run? No, I'm not going to win this thing. But it's no. the value of going. Oh, no, I through see the, the value of like personal achievement. Sure. But Rowdy, you don't. Not for that kind of thing. <laughs> what do you replace that? My it is curious that Does that is your goal for a personal. My achievement. personal achievement is getting Jimmy John's instead of Five Guys for lunch. Oh, they still got your uh, still got see, the Frenchie. Frenchie. It would be. To, I would. It's I'm small surprised. Victories. I would, Rowdy's into small. Victories. I think it would be reverse. Well, five, guys five guys is, is Five Guys is further away. Yeah, so I think the, it would be oh, the reverse. So it's yeah. Practical. But yeah. the payoff, man. <laughs> that Frenchie. <sighs> I'm gonna have to try this Frenchie. It's you, pretty good. But I got five guys today. Do you just so like? Do you do I, like, I lost. I <laughs> do you do like a really hard Sudoku, or there's nothing where you're like, ah, oh yeah, I've no, really there, there are things something. where I'm like, yeah, but it's it's like, reading, you know, reading a hard book. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, <laughs> this book is hard. Yeah, <laughs> this is very challenging. <laughs> this book has no, really. No, what is like, it? Has what no is pictures. it? Magic Eye books. <laughs> where's Waldo's? <laughs> I've beaten all the Where's yeah. Waldo's. Yeah. I would sit in borders uh, for I, hours to beat the worst. I just don't the 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 things like this where it's like oh like if I screw up just slightly I'm going to just die. I mean that's that or or if I don't die I mean it's gonna it's gonna hurt a lot. I don't need that. Life's hard, man. Life's hard enough. But do you do you replace that feeling? Like they get a they get a feeling at the end of it. As I've done, I've oh, never done orange theory. Like when this. you do your orange no, theory, when I do like get? when I'm having done the hilly hundred, like there's not even oh, yeah. a winner, mm-hmm. and people are like, uh, "Why See, would you do that?" I got no. Yeah, interest. It's just like a fun fun ride. Why are you riding a no hundred miles? No. no, no. What do you What do you have that replaces that? Like in terms of goals, in terms of that, or are you feeling? talking about like physical exertion? That feeling and goals? of success. No, it doesn't have to be. F- Physical, it can I be mean, anything. opening my eyes in the morning, yeah, and before nine, <laughs> yeah, no, not finishing, finishing that that big stack of pancakes. If I gotta open my eyes before <laughs> nine, that day is a loss. Oh my god, right? Yeah, but what time do you go to bed? Eleven thirty. Yeah, see, I'm up till three. <laughs> okay, so, so we we're just different schedules. It's not right. like I'm sleeping fourteen hours Two a day passing in the night. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Huh. There you go. All right. Well, we anything got, else? We got time for a quick catch a falling star? Yes, sure. of course. Catch we a got two minutes. Star. Okay. <laughs> I've missed, uh, missed this. Mm. Mm. Hey, <laughs> quick update from Jose Canseco. If anyone wants to play me in a heads-up poker match for $1,000, please contact Morgan at 702-374-3735. I could beat Jose Canseco at poker for $1,000. Yeah. What I don't understand about this is, is is that what you win or is that what you have to pay to play him? Mm, Good question. Gotta be clear here, Jose. Well, text uh, Morgan. Bridget or Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Mm. Call Morgan. 
He put his phone number on there? Her. Her. Morgan's his girlfriend manager. Slash manager. Slash yeah. manager. When you reach this level of, 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 of athlete, you have a girlfriend manager. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports, as always. I want to thank the guru, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the commissioner, Brandon Casburn, food editor, Dennis Chu, and the honorary ball boy this week is... Shout out goes to the best Chinese women's tennis player in history, Lina, who just got into the Tennis Hall of Fame. Slow clap, you Lina. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it?